So are you in Spain right now? Yeah, I'm in Spain. Honestly, it's so like crazy to talk to you guys because I've literally been like following you guys since I was in ECNL. That's crazy. Oh my gosh. You're aging. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that time flies. That's very cool. So how do you how do you like playing there? Honestly, it has been like a roller coaster. Like really? this yeah, this season has been intense. Um but I mean, just playing like in general overseas, I've really enjoyed it. Um, but this season has been definitely a mental, like, yeah, it's been a mental struggle for sure. Are you talking about as a team collectively or for you specifically? Um, a little bit of both. I think uh, it was, I mean, I came in like expecting or pro being promised a lot and then it just kind of went the complete opposite direction yeah can you talk about that like i feel like that happens to so many players like how are you dealing with that yeah honestly like this has been the hardest year of my life like and i've been wanting to share this because i feel like you know having a platform like i want to be able to like help other people going through this or even having young players like know what to expect you know being a professional athlete um, I mean, everyone knows the struggles of like, you know, not getting playing time and, you know, all the, yeah, all of those things. But when I, last season, I was actually playing in France and I had like the best year of my life. I made top three goalkeepers in the league. It was just like coming off a high. Um, and my team here in Spain, like really wanted me so bad like contacted me really early it was just like we have so much we have all these plans for you um you know we want to build a team around you all these things that you want to hear and um and then i get here and it's just the complete opposite and i literally have played two games and this whole season it's almost over um but yeah it's been very difficult like there is um a point <laughs> this uh like these last couple of months where i literally wanted to quit mm -hmm. completely like i i was i never thought that like i would get to that point of you know wanting to just completely be done um but i was like you know what i just want to come back to the states and you know maybe ride these two years out of my contract and then eventually play again um but i unfortunately couldn't even do that like they wouldn't even allow me to break my contract at all or i'd have to pay like thousands of dollars um so i it was shocking because i know like in the states mental health has been like a huge thing where you know they're accepting an understanding of players and like what they go through as a professional athlete and if you need a mental health break they're not gonna deny you of that like in the states and over here in spain it's like they haven't really you know grown to that understanding of you know mental health is so important and it's it takes priority over playing on a team or just any sport in general um so that was just like a big thing for me that i literally felt stuck 
And I just was like, I don't know what to do. You're bringing up so many good points. First of all, I'm so sorry that it's been the struggle that it has been. And like you're saying, mental mm -hmm. health should, should trump everything. The plan mm -hmm. gets better when the mental health side of things has, has been attended to. Um, but you're bringing up just such a good thing for players to realize. And that's just like your environment can change and you can be feel so valued on one team and then go to another environment. You're the same player, the same skill set, the same abilities, and then feel entirely unvalued on a team. And, you know, I'm sure you're struggling. I would be struggling with that so much that would get into my head and affect like have an impact on how I feel about myself as a player. But mm -hmm. when you realize how a year ago you're the same you, if not, you know, a less developed player and you could feel so valued and so appreciated and like you can bring such a skill set. And it's just really important for people to realize that you haven't changed. You're not any lesser of a player. You're in an environment that is not suiting your growth and, you know, a positive relationship with the game. So that can change just like that. And it can be, get worse, of course. And then, but also a new environment can foster an entirely better feeling of yourself. So I, I'm so happy that you're discussing this with us and that uh, you're open enough to talk about it because so many players need to hear that. Yeah, it's uh, definitely been a struggle. And like, I didn't want to keep this to myself because, you know, of course, you know, it's not nice to talk badly about a team. I would never want to put, you know, a team in a bad light or anything. But uh, my experience, you know, I'm not going to just hide it. I'm going to share it so that other people can learn from my experiences um, and what I've been through. Um, but yeah, it's just, I would love to like go deeper into that. Honestly, like I just want people to know like they're not alone if they're going through hard times. Um, trust me, like I know I'm not the only person, you know, going through mental struggles as a professional athlete. Um, so I just like hope more people are willing to like, you know, come out and speak about it because honestly, like I never really truly like knew how important mental health was until I became a professional athlete overseas. Um, especially because you're away from all the environments like you are used to you're around like new cultures um you know different people who expect different things from you it's just it can be a lot yeah and i feel like it like i think we could all give advice to younger players like if that is the environment that happens like to be able to to change the environment but for you it's a little different because it is your professional career so it's not that easy um, but yeah. I'm sure, is there any day-to-day -day things that you found that have been helpful to, to like make you feel a little bit more positive or just get you through that day or that week? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think my passion for soccer is definitely a huge thing. Like if I didn't have the passion for it, I definitely wouldn't be able to get through this. This is just like to an extreme where if I didn't have the love for soccer, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> Um, but just knowing like how much, you know, effort and how much I put into soccer, like my whole entire life and that I have like these dreams and aspirations that I'm just not willing to give up on. Um, I think that's been like a huge thing for me to, you know, think about and be like, okay, cause that like, this is literally like one year, like you just need to get through it. You know, it's going to be really tough and it's going to suck, you know, honestly, but um, just take it day by day and just think about like the future and what getting through this year will really like mean to you after it.
I was going to say, you're, you know, that, that attitude is a testament to things can always get better and you're not stuck in yeah. one place forever, even though you can feel so stuck in the moment. But yeah, coming back and playing the States or a different team could foster an environment that entirely changes your perspective and brings your love back for the game. So I think you're an awesome testament to, you know, not that you want to just stick it out when it sucks, but like you're hopeful that it you can go back to feeling the way that you felt about it. Yeah, thanks. I mean, honestly, like I know that the future is going to be better. Like I, I don't know if it could get worse than this. And, you know, that gives me hope that um, in the future I am going to be happy. I'm going to like have my love back for the environment around me. And, you know, it is, it is tough. And, you know, even when things are going good, things can, you know, be tough. Sometimes there's never going to be, you know, just the easy breeze through things. Uh, there's always going to be ups and downs and it's just really, it's really how you respond to it. And, you know, I'm not going to say like, I'm perfect. Like I've had moments where I'm like, you know, I can't do it. It's so, it's so tough. Um, I would like to say I'm a really strong person, but when it comes to your mental health, like it's really hard because you feel like you start to lose yourself a little bit. Um, and I just, I'm really thankful that I have stuck it out and, you know, try to take a positive outlook on it. Um, it's definitely hard to be positive every day, but, um, at least like, you know, I take those negative days and try to make it better the next day. That's really all I feel like I can do at this point. You've probably learned so much more about yourself and your strength through like this journey. I'm sure. Yeah, no, definitely. I never you know, I never expected to go through this. And now that I have, I can definitely say like, I am 10 times stronger, never thought that I would, you know, be the person to, you know, open up and be, you know, willing to stand up for myself and for things that I don't think are right. Um, you know, I am, I would say like, I'm an outgoing person, but I am, also a little bit introverted like i don't want to step on anyone's toes i want to be friends with everyone but it comes to a point where like if i'm protecting myself and my teammates um i feel like i need to stand up for what's right and um i think i've really like learned my like what my voice is and i've been able to speak up on situations that you know i might have not done in the past uh so i definitely think like this year has brought you know a lot of positivity to myself, even though it's been a very like negative journey. I love that. And you know, you're talking about like, oh, I'm usually I can be strong, but like what you're describing to me is the strongest version of, you know, an athlete and a human yeah. being when you find your voice and you can stand up for yourself and, you know, being strong for anyone that's listening doesn't mean just like putting your head down and forging through whatever shit you're going through. It's uh, understanding that you're not in a good place mentally and then you know doing the things and taking the actions that's going to actually help improve I think that's literally the strongest thing you can do um throughout your playing career have you ever had um like any experience where they supported the teams with sports psychologists or sports therapists because we never had that when we were in college so we're I always love to hear what people's experience with that was okay yeah no um, I went to Texas A&M University um and they had a team psych for us uh we actually got together as a team and um had you know team talks but also we were allowed to go speak with them individually um i've actually been speaking with my sister about actually reaching out to um my the college psych um team psych people and speaking with them about 
you know, my, what's going on with me right now, because, you know, I can speak to my family and have support from them. But like, I know that it'd be really nice and really good for me to speak to a professional. Um, I'm always, you know, open to getting help from someone. I, I don't see anything wrong with like therapy or anything. Yeah, there is absolutely nothing wrong with therapy. And we always say, like you were talking about strength, the, the strongest thing you can do is admit that you need help and go and make the effort to do it. And in the past, like even for us, we would think that people would be like, oh, you're weak and you're, you know, you're going through something, you must be weak. And it's a sign that you're not like as good of a player as we thought. But meanwhile, it's like, actually, no, you care so much about getting better and like you're so brave and strong to do this and do the inner work because like we've been talking about you just have to take care of yourself to truly yeah. show up every single day as a better player um yeah yeah and and you like you will get through this and i know we're harping on it but it's just funny cuz we we just came out with our mental health collection of apparel and we saw that you you commented on the dear athlete behind me t-shirt i i believe yes um, so yeah like can you tell us like what what about that just like resonated with you yeah so when i saw your post i you know obviously clicked with me like i'm going through something mentally really challenging and difficult for me and when i saw your post i was like yes like I want to see like more people talking about mental health because um, it is so important. Like I cannot like, you know, this is like when I talk about mental health, like I get emotional because like everyone goes through things and they hide behind like, you know, I don't want to like sound weak or like I, I don't want to, you know, let people know I'm struggling. And it's hard for me because I want to like let people know like it's okay to struggle. It's okay to, you know, be in these hard situations. And, you know, my Instagram says one thing and then I'm, you know, it's it's showing like all the good things in my life, but it's not showing, you know, all the negativity that's been happening to me and um I want to be able to express that and you know, I haven't really found the way to do it. Um but it's true like Instagram is not real life. Like you can try to make it real life, but it's honestly really difficult to put your emotions out there and be vulnerable. And um, I want to, I just really don't know how. And um, I'm hoping eventually I can, you know, change my Instagram to make it more realistic and help, you know, people who are mentally struggling because they're, they're not alone. Everyone is. <laughs> You like, you're doing it already. I was just going to say, I feel like you're already doing it. Like even just like having this conversation and being able to start a podcast off by we ask how it's going and you're like, honestly, it's, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. That is the honestly the best start to a freaking podcast we've ever had because, <laughs> you know, the the way to be is like, yeah, things are good. I'm good. Things are great. Yeah. And then, you know, we tiptoe around the things that really matter to talk about. And you already, you know, you opened up with the first sentence you said. So I freaking love it. And I think you're already... <laughs> Doing an awesome job at making people feel more understood oh well thank you well shout out to you guys for even like letting me on this podcast to, to you know say how i'm feeling um because i've been wanting to do it and i just never really felt like i had a way and you guys really helped me like be able to open up about it yeah and i'm so happy you brought it up too that like instagram is just not real because it, tr it truly isn't like it's everyone's highlights even like beautiful pictures like but then like 
like you said, there's so much more going on underneath. And I feel like if you like writing, you should write blogs. Like you can get a free website and just talk your thoughts. And I am telling you, you will have thousands of people contacting you saying, I'm going through the same thing. I am so happy that you are talking about this because so many players are afraid to say anything or admit that they're having issues. But we all know that majority, if not everyone on the team is going through their own, you know, their own shit for lack of yeah well honestly i i have been blogging i have a blog but i have not like posted it yet oh my gosh yeah. you have to when you feel comfortable we would love to share it okay yeah i'm i'm definitely like you know it's hard because when i write things down I'm, i get like nervous because i'm like oh this is so real and vulnerable like you know i'm i haven't made my instagram a place where a vulnerability like i haven't done that yet so i know that when i do post it it's going to be like a big step um and i really do want to make sure my content like on my blog is you know relatable and everything so i've just been kind of like wanting to put you know finishing touches and make it perfect you know but you know nothing is perfect i just need to just put it out there um so i'm hoping you know this will give me a little bit more motivation to you know get it done and put it out there and um hopefully help a lot of people definitely if we waited to to be perfect before we started tweeting we it would be like 30 years later <laughs> yeah i just know like i have so much like to tell and that i just want to be like open and honest because i don't want people be being in the same situation as me like i want people to know like maybe what to do to um to know more about where you're going to play and like you know who to talk to like all these things about you know even going to your first professional team like what you need to look for um because i didn't have a guideline like when i started um and you know i i really i speak to my family about this and they're like you know you should really like put this out there like on your blog like um about what you need to look for and watch out for because you didn't have this and you went through all these experiences and you know so many people can learn from your experiences and maybe like prevent certain things from happening that's happened to you and i was like yeah i really need to do this <laughs> that would be a great guide to have if if you could pick out i don't want to spoil the obviously you're writing but if you could pick out yeah. like two things that someone should look for in a team what would they be if just a couple things well as a international like playing in europe i would say like the most important thing is to reach out to the internationals who have played on the team that's huge because you know i've reached out i have friends like all over the world now it's crazy like who you meet and um i just really wish i would have taken advantage of social media more because you can find anyone who's played on that team and just ask them like what's the culture how are the how are the girls like together um are they really close like um do the staff like respect you and respect like you as a woman and all like all these things ask the hard questions because honestly like you feel like oh nervous like oh i don't want to like feel awkward like talking to these people and making them like tell me all, like everything that's going on but honestly i think it's the best thing to do because you know this is your life you only live once and you might as well like really try to like make every experience the best for you yeah and it was the same way in college i feel like coaches will like give you the whole sales pitch but you're like let me talk to the players and just yeah. see you know how everyone really does feel because 
it can look so different, like on the surface, you know, so that's so smart. And even in your blog, including the big questions, because I'm sure there's players who are like, I don't even know what to ask, you know, and, yeah, and just lift it, yeah. lift off so many good ones. Yeah. And I didn't even know what to ask. And like, now that I've gone through these experiences, I'm like, okay, well now I know. And like, I wish I would have known these. And honestly, even in college, like I had the same experience where the coach would tell me like, all these great things and his accolades and everything. And then I go and realize that none of that was true. <laughs> and it's just like, it's so unfortunate because like I, especially me, like I trust, I give so much trust to people. Like I've always been like that. Like I've just been, you know, thinking the best of everyone, like, you know, everyone's a great person until they prove me they're not. Um, and, you know, after this year, or like the, honestly, my whole professional career so far, I'm like, okay, you know, I maybe I need to be a little bit pessimistic and think, oh, well, maybe not everyone would have my best interests at heart. And I have to put myself first. And I think in being a professional athlete, or just even, you know, a college athlete, you really have to, you know, be your biggest advocate, like you need to make sure that you're going to put yourself in the right, like position, like you can't base like what you're going to do off of other people's opinions or what they say, like you really need to figure it out like on your own. Did you um, have trouble putting yourself first when you were in college too? Cause I know you transferred. So like, was there a moment like where you weren't doing that and then you had to like, okay, I have to do this. I have like, I'm sure it was hard to transfer. Cause a lot oh of God, yeah. it's like, you do feel bad yeah. friends, teammates, if you have a good relationship with the coach, but it might not be the fit for you. So what was that like? Yeah, that was honestly, yeah, I, I had trouble kind of, I was very shy. Like I, I'm not a shy person, but I think I went through a point in my life that kind of made me a little insecure, a little shy, and I was afraid to speak up. And when I was going through the whole process in high school of going to, you know, showcases and talking to college coaches, um, I, you know, just was like, okay, I don't really know which colleges are good, which are not like I, I was the, I'm the first like child in my family. So I was just kind of going, um, off of literally nothing. Um, but once I, you know, picked a college and went there, I realized, oh, this isn't maybe the quality that I thought it would be. Like, I know my dreams and my goals, and I know that I want to play professionally, like, I want to push myself. I want to make sure that I'm in an environment that's going to push me to be the best that I can be. Um, I felt, and I actually didn't have a goalkeeper coach one year. And I was like, oh, this is not good. <laughs> this is really not good. And so I was like, you know, I'm going to make this really uncomfortable, hard decision to tell my coach I want to transfer. And it was the most uncomfortable, like, experience. So awkward. This is when I was a little bit more on the shy side, especially like talking to, you know, adults, like coaches. I was like, oh, I don't want to like step on their toes and like make them hate me. <laughs> but um, yeah, I like basically just, you know, said because my mental health was struggling then, too. And, you know, that wasn't a big thing. So I, I just kind of was like, oh, I'm just like not happy. I'm missing home. But I wasn't like missing home. I was just missing like you know, having a good mental state. <laughs> so, and I was just missing, like having, you know, I wanted to grow and I felt like I was kind of stagnant and not able to grow there. And um, 
yeah, that was very hard and very stressful um, at the time. And I ended up going on three official visits in two weeks, flying all over the country. Like uh, I remember I went to uh, Tennessee and Minnesota and then I went to Texas A&M and it was just a crazy ride. And then as soon as I went to Texas A&M, I was like, this is the community I want. This is the coach I want. Everything about this place I love. Like I talked to the girls, asked them the hard questions, like just made sure that I was going to put myself in the right um, position. And I'm so glad that I like asked the tough questions because I knew what I was going into. Like I knew it. And so literally said yes, whatever, went back to my Louisiana Lafayette and I packed my stuff up and went to Texas. And then that was literally in winter. It was within two weeks. And then I was there and yeah, crazy turnaround, but yeah, that was really hard. <laughs> I love how you said that. that was such a good point. We've never talked about it. How you said it didn't like you missed home, but it wasn't really you missing home because I think so many people can relate to that where you feel mm-hmm. sick, but it's more like, I'm just not mentally feeling well. Like maybe yeah. I'm not as positive or as good as I usually feel with my mental health, um, which probably happens so much to college to if you're playing overseas and everything. So when you got to Texas, did you get that home feeling? Did you feel like, oh, I'm going to thrive. My mental health will thrive here. Oh my gosh. Literally complete change. Like I felt so at home. I absolutely loved it there. I was like, oh, I wish I was here for four years. Like I was there for two and a half years and I was like, oh, I could stay for like 10 more years. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. I, I just, it felt like a family. I, of course, like you miss your family. Like no doubt. doesn't mean like you have to be homesick. Um, so yeah, I would say like when I was there, I was never really homesick ever. Um, but you know, it, it, you know, it can happen in college. You can be homesick in college as a professional. I'm about to turn 26 and like, you know, I have that feeling of, you know, I miss my family. Like I don't, maybe not don't miss home, but I'm like, I need my support system because I feel like I don't have it with me right now. And I, you know, I know I can FaceTime them and talk to them like all day if I wanted to, but it's just not the same, like going out and living your life. Like I feel sometimes like, you know, since I'm mentally not okay, the best thing for me at this moment is like to feel like secure. And I just feel like I want to stay home. And, you know, sometimes that's the best. Honestly, you just have to listen to yourself because everyone's like, oh, that's not good. Like you need to go out and do things. And yeah, maybe sometimes I should go out and do things, but I know on a day where I'm not feeling good, like I'm going to stay home and mentally refresh and be ready for the next day. It's such, it's such a personal journey and there's no like one fits all, like one size fits all yeah. you have to figure out what works best for you. Um, yeah, exactly. And I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, which even like when you mentioned earlier, like talking to your sister about talking to like the uh, team, like who, psychiatrist or whoever's there for a professional like mm-hmm. that's a huge step and and that works for so many people which is awesome and you have to see what works best for you like that but it's it's yeah. hard it's a hard path and it's a hard journey but putting in the work instead of just like shrugging it off and being like you know I'll tough it out I'll be fine like I'll just go yeah. out another time which I do all the time it's like <laughs> oh, that'll make it better it's like no that's yeah. a big <laughs> like putting in the yeah. real work to like feel yeah. that yeah and i i mean like you said it's not there's not just one way to do it like there's so many different ways you can cope with this and there's not a right way or a wrong way i i truly believe that like 
you just need to do whatever is going to put you in the best state. And, you know, whether it's, you know, just being alone for the day and, you know, cutting out completely and just having a mental refresh or maybe FaceTiming like all your friends, like, cause you just feel like you need like that support and you just need to talk it out. Like there's so many different things. Like I got cats. I have two cats here <laughs> and like having pets really helped me. And I feel like I would literally go insane without them. So there's just so many things you can do. Like, you know, me getting two cats, you know, who would have thought I would be bringing them around Europe with me? Crazy. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. How are, did you get them when you were there? Or you brought, or you brought them with you. So I actually got them when I was playing for OL rain in, uh, in Washington. And I, you know, I never expected I would come back to Europe. I, I was in Sweden for a year and a half and I was like, you know, yeah, I came back to the States. I was like, yeah, I'm back for good. Like, yeah, no doubt. And then I got sent on loan and I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Like, I need to bring them with me. <laughs> I was like, I can't just leave them. So, um, yeah, I brought them with me and they've kind of just been on this journey with me and I wouldn't want it any other way. Like, obviously it's hard traveling with them, but it just, like, they just literally make my heart so warm. Like I, it feels like home when I come home from practice every time. That's so nice. Oh, yeah. Man. International cats, man. That's impressive. Put on the <laughs> they have their own passports. They have their own passports. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have their own European passports and they've honestly been to more countries than some other people that I know. <laughs> that is so Crazy. funny. They needed Instagram. Yeah, I, I know. I should probably do that. I honestly like, have so many pictures of them and I'm like, I need to chill. I have too many. I would post them every day if I could. So funny. Um, besides cats, like, do you have any other passions off the field or things that like do make you feel good or like, like on an off days or something that you do enjoy like doing? Well, I love brunch. So like I'll always go get a nice brunch um, with some friends, but you know, honestly, I am such like, as a soccer player, we are kind of like, we have a tomboy side and then we have a really girly, oh, I have a really girly girl side. And I just love like getting cute and going and taking pictures and seeing like, I don't know, just the city and stuff. I'm, I'm definitely, I love, I really love Instagram. Like I love taking pictures. I love posting. Um, I want to be involved with brands. I want to like post stuff. And um, I think that's been like, you know, something that I kind of do to take my mind off things. Um, so yeah, I think that's really fun for me just to like dress up and I like fashion. So yeah, trying some new clothes. Well, you're six too, right? So I feel like a lot of fashion brands would die for you to wear their stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm six too. It's definitely hard to find. Well, now it's been easier, but it's really hard to find pants that are long enough. For yeah. sure. Crops look is helpful, right? <laughs> yes. I literally wear cropped like uh t-shirts and everything all the time and I don't have to worry about it being too short or anything I <laughs> or I just it. stick with t-shirts and shorts because ath athleisure is the best <laughs> all right I have a good a good question maybe for us to wrap up on um all right I'm curious when you close your eyes what are like one or two of your best soccer memories that you have that really remind you of your love for the game oh that's a good one um well, I think I have so many like 
really like good mem memories, like, you know, winning memories, but that's not the one thing that makes me feel like, you know, I have a passion. I would say, you know, I just love like when you're with your team and you're playing a really hard game, like the hardest game, like it's not going well, but that feeling of like wanting to play for your teammates, like just that, like that feeling in your heart where you're like, I want to give everything I have for my team because I love them so much. And I just really like, I want to do it for them. I think like that for me is like, was honestly like it's the best feeling I've ever gotten from playing soccer or playing sports in general um and I like truly miss that feeling um so I would say probably that's like one thing is like having that like love for your teammates and just wanting to like give it 110 percent um on the field um and I, I think that. yeah I think maybe my second thing would just be um literally just feeling so exhausted after a game like no like or even after practice just being like oh my god i i am dead i feel like i can't even move i'm so tired yet i feel so accomplished i feel like i put it all out there and i know that i'm gonna get better from today oh yeah when you feel like you know that you like emptied the tank yeah oh my yeah. god I love that. and that says a lot like more than raising any trophy or winning any accolade or anything like that like those are the feelings that like stick with you. Like we asked that question to someone a while ago and they were like, honestly, one of the most positive memories was like, we had a big like dance battle in the locker room, like either before a game or after a game. It's like, those things get so imprinted in your brain and like really make you love it. So I love, I think those were great answers. Thanks. But I, I do think like, honestly, you know, the trophies, you know, the really hard losses, all these things like you learn from them, but it's not, that's not really what you remember. You remember like the experiences you have as a team and individually, like how you felt in those moments. It's not really like, you know, oh, to, we, I remember we won that game and like we, yeah, we killed it. It was like, it, you remember like, oh, we worked so hard and we like did it together and it was the best feeling. Like you're not thinking, oh yeah, remember that goal I scored and remember that goal, I, or remember that like save I made? Like I honestly, it all kind of jumbles together in my brain. And I just really think about like how it made me feel. Yeah, I feel like that's the stuff that you, like when you're with your old teammates, whenever you get together, like that's what you talk about, those times, not the goals. Yeah. All the other stuff that like, really connects you as a team and like makes you feel like a family which is so important yeah i definitely think um the emotional side like is of soccer is the best it's not really like the accolades and like you said the trophies it's just you know the good feelings the warm-hearted um feelings you get from it definitely and i love that we ended on that because i feel like everyone listening is probably thinking of all those things right now so hopefully mm -hmm. everyone listening text your teammate something that you remember about them or a memory and it'll we'll all feel good for the rest of the day after listening to this and it's true. <laughs> i've just been sitting here thinking about all the funny things in college and just like peeing our pants over <laughs> literally nothing during a warm-up um, but yeah, thank you so much for just being so real and honest with us today. Like sometimes it's hard in interviews with players we don't know. And this is what we want. Like we want the honesty and like you are such an inspiration. Like don't oh, ever think on yourself because we need more of you. Oh, thank you. And honestly, like we need more of you guys. Like 
you guys bring so much laughter and fun and just realness uh, to the soccer world. And I like really, honestly, I've been following you guys since I was in ECNL. And um, even my sister was like on your page. You guys posted her um, college team, Murray State, when they did like the Bachelor in Paradise theme song. And it's just so funny and crazy just seeing like, like you guys grow and it's fun to, to now be a part of it. <laughs> Oh, thank you so much. I do remember that video. Actually, that was really funny. The bastard. <laughs> we really, really appreciate you just being so real and honest with us. And and we're gonna we're really excited to see brighter and happier days for you too because it it'll get better. It could be tomorrow. Uh, thank you. Yeah, for real. You never know. <laughs> now you get to go hug your cats and, and tell them about the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I will. I mean, they've been listening this whole time. They're, yeah, just they're like, we're here. We hear you right now. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much. Have a great day. Yeah. Thank you. You guys too. It's been a blast. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.